Raptors insider Eric Kareen came out and said that the Toronto Raptors are likely to trade one of Fred VanVleet or Gary Trent Jr. ahead of this year's trade deadline. So we'll break down his report as well. So the Toronto Raptors giving up, passing up on a star back in the 2016 draft in the ninth pick. So we'll see what that star had to say in this video as well as NBA teams just straight up resting their stars against the Raptors going forward, it feels like. And a former Toronto Raptors center available for a trade. So lots of stuff to dive into this video. Without further ado, let's jump to the first topic of discussion. First thing we're taking a look at is one of Fred VanVleet or Gary Trent Jr. getting traded ahead of this year's trade deadline. Now, we have had trade reports coming out pretty well every single day over the past two weeks regarding the Toronto Raptors. New updates, new reporters giving us a bunch of information about where the Toronto Raptors are at heading into this year's trade deadline. And we got some more news coming from Eric Kareen of The Athletic, basically coming out and saying that one of our two guards that are potentially free agents this summer, they both have player options, one of them will likely be dealt ahead of this year's trade deadline. So basically he came out and said that one of these two, Fred, or Trent, uh, Fred Van Vliet or Trent, are probably moving. Ahead of a, uh, after a few years of developmental struggles, the Raptors need more contributors on lighter contracts. Trading Trent Jr. or Fred Van Vliet is the easiest way to acquire these pieces. I've already written about the complex Fred Van Vliet situation is, and uh, for that reason, I have Trent as the more likely player to move. Although it could be closer than some might think. So that's a very interesting quote there from Eric Kareen. As you know, I've made it known on these pods, on these videos. I made an official prediction, official, uh, you know, cool bet bet that uh, I don't think Siakam or Fred Van Vliet will be traded. I don't think either of those guys will be on the move. I think OG and Gary Trent Jr., just given the returns that they could get for the Toronto Raptors, are more likely to be dealt. I don't think Siakam's going to get moved, just given how Masai Ujiri has sort of operated in recent years. But Eric Kareen's basically saying that even though... Uh, Mark Stein, a bunch of reporters, even Shams has come out and said that uh, Gary Trent Jr. is the most likely piece to be dealt ahead of this year's trade deadline for the Toronto Raptors. Fred Van Vliet is another guy that could potentially be on the move. And this might be encouraging for some uh, Gary Trent Jr. fans out there for the Raptors or a piece, at least I think most Raptors fans are Trent Jr. fans, but people that value him more than Fred Van Vliet because... You know, people say that he's disgruntled or it's been referenced with CJ McCollum's comments, but... If we do end up moving on from Fred Van Vliet instead of Gary Trent Jr., then we have that type of money to give Trent Jr. You'll feel more part of the team and all that sort of stuff, and we'll be able to keep him long-term. But comparing the two guys, it's uh, pretty interesting. I mean, you look at Fred Van Vliet, 19 points per game, 6 assists. You know, the 3 points shooting, the field goal percentage, it's slowly creeping back up to a level where uh, you'd expect it to from a guy that was an all-star last season. 1.5 steals. But while I've maintained that I don't think he's a guy that we should... Uh, you know, count on for being as bad of a shooter as he's been this season, uh, you know, going forward throughout. The one thing that has uh, freaked me out a little bit as a Raptors fan is his uh, regression on defense over, you know, the end of last season and the start of this year. So if he can't defend, if he's not playing at the level we expect on the defensive end of the floor, right, then uh, that's, I could see Masai Ujiri being a little bit frustrated and saying, hey, let's trade this guy while he still has some value, while he's having some big games and stuff. But, you know, as uh, Eric Kareen sort of spoke on, it's a very complex situation. Fred VanVleet is pegged as the leader of this team right now. It's a big contract, won a title for us. And Gary Trent Jr. seems to be the guy that's a little bit more disgruntled with Toronto, at least according to reports and all of that, and maybe more tradable given his younger age, even though Doug Smith thinks 
Fred Van Vliet is as valuable as OGN and OB on the open market, which uh, I saw a lot of people roasting Doug Smith in the comments on a couple videos ago on that one. But, you know, it's fairly interesting. And looking at Trent's stats, they've just been better this year, right? 19 points per game, more efficient from the field, more efficient from the three-point line. He's a better defender, 1.7 steals per night, but just on ball, eye test, clearly is the, the more elite guy on that end of the floor. So, you know, and his younger age. And Fred Van Vliet's had some injuries as well. You know, you feel like you get more for Trent as both guys are unrestricted free agents potentially this summer if they turn down their player options. I just feel like we get more for Trent, and that's why it's more likely they'll be dealt. But I don't know. I'm done making, uh, you know, takes and whatever. I just trust Masai Ujiri, whatever he does, even if it doesn't seem like uh, the greatest thing up front. But we'll see what ends up happening on that front for the Toronto Raptors. But the next thing we're taking a look at is the Toronto Raptors almost drafted a star in the NBA draft back in 2016. Now, 2016 was an amazing draft year for the Raptors as, you know, we had a lottery pick, we had a second first round pick, and, uh, you know, this is the Knicks pick back in the day that we got in the Bargnani trade. We had our Raptors pick, and then we also made a steal in the undrafted free agency as that was the year we got Pascal Siakam, Fred Van Vliet, and Jakob Pertl, who ended up flipping Jakob Pertl for Kawhi Leonard in the DeMar DeRozan trade. So, you know, all, all in all, a very, very successful draft night for the Toronto Raptors. But could have been more successful, or maybe not in the long term, because uh, maybe we didn't, we wouldn't flip him for uh, Jakobertel, or things wouldn't have worked out. The timeline wouldn't have worked out as well. But apparently, in that draft, Dejounte Murray came out on Matt Barnes and Stephen Jackson's All the Smoke podcast and said, uh, at the ninth pick, he was told by the ninth pick in that year's draft or the team that had the ninth pick, that he would be selected. Ninth, 10th, 11th, 12th, 14th, and obviously the Toronto Raptors were the team with that ninth pick in that year's NBA draft. But, you know, DeJounte Murray, a guy, I mean, this season, he's been very, very solid for the Atlanta Hawks. He nearly averaged a triple-double last year, averaged 21, 6, and 6, basically, this season. You know, guy that was an all-star last year, you know, has had a very, very solid NBA career. The Raptors almost selected him instead of Jakob Pertl back in 2016, according to DeJounte Murray on this podcast. And then apparently rumors went around about uh, the the crew he was hanging out with, the bad history and stuff. Didn't put it on the record on the podcast, but said it was shocking what happened to him, all that sort of stuff. So instead of being the ninth pick, you know, he ended up following to basically the 28th, 29th pick in that year's NBA draft. He was drafted two selections after Pascal Siakam, not Jakob Pertl, who's our ninth pick, but Pascal Siakam, who's a late first rounder for us. And, you know, obviously there's two sides to every story. Some people might be frustrated the Raptors didn't pick DeJounte Murray at that point. But, like, I don't know. If we didn't select him with that uh, that late first rounder, the two selections ahead of where he went, and he was, you know, we basically all but guaranteed him that he'd be our ninth pick, our ninth selection. I, I don't know if I'm buying everything from DeJounte Murray there, at least with the Raptors side of things. So... We'll see. Maybe the Raptors did guarantee him. Maybe they guarantee people. I assume the draft process is a very weird thing, but I'd imagine maybe maybe Masai Ucheri was willing to pick him with the ninth pick, but he had his eye on Pascal Siakam. So they said, no way, no way, Jose, that we're going to take anyone but Pascal. And obviously I'd much rather Pascal than DeJounte Murray. So things ended up working out well, regardless for the Toronto Raptors there at that point. But uh, the next thing we're taking a look at is teams now just resting their stars against the Toronto Raptors. And this has been a common theme as of late. Unfortunately, the Raptors haven't been able to take advantage. But the Bucks they rested Giannis and uh, Chris Middleton against us. The Minnesota Timberwolves, they rested Rudy Gobert and Carl Anthony Towns. And news has come out now that uh, 
Boston Celtics are resting Jason Tatum in, uh, you know, against the Toronto Raptors there tonight. So, uh, yeah, the Toronto Raptors, the, the resting of the stars haven't helped the Toronto Raptors win any games as of late. I know a lot of people are pushing for the tank. You know, I'm sure the post-game live stream, if we lose, will be hyped up with kazoos and tank emojis and everything rocking. But, you know, teams are just straight up resting their stars. That's at the point we're at as a Toronto Raptors uh, team that... Guys are just straight up resting their top guys against us because they know it's going to be an easy W. So, unfortunate stuff there. But if you want to bet on the Toronto Raptors, you know, as they don't have uh, don't have the star player on their opposing team, definitely check out the Cool Bet app. The link is down in the description below. Their sportsbook regulated in Ontario. They're available all across Canada. You can bet on tonight's Toronto Raptors game, any NBA game, or really any sport in general, right? Using uh, using the Cool Bet sportsbook and. If you use our link, get signed up for our Discord and get those boosted odds, you know, more bang for your buck on any sort of odds that you want to bet on. And if you're interested in all those trades we've been talking about in recent vids, right, those odds are all available for Fred Van Vliet, Pascal, Siakam, OG, Anobi, where they could potentially get dealt. So, you know, definitely uh, use the sportsbook. They've been supporting the podcast as of late. So shout out to Coolbet. Appreciate all the folks over there. But uh, the final thing we're discussing in this video is a former Raptor center now available for a trade. Now, Fan favorite, or definitely was a fan favorite before you went to the LA Clippers, which was uh, felt like a betrayal for some Toronto Raptors fans. But Serge Ibaka, after uh, being on the Clippers, ended up getting moved to the Milwaukee Bucks, teamed up with Giannis and Chris Middleton, and he's just faded into absolute obscurity down there in Milwaukee. And news has come out now that the Milwaukee Bucks and center Serge Ibaka have mutually agreed to find the 14-year NBA veteran a new home via trade as he remains away from the team. So... It seems like the Milwaukee Bucks are going to be uh, sending out Serge Ibaka at some point over this trade deadline. Again, he's not getting any run down there for the Milwaukee Bucks at this point. So, could be a guy that's easy to get. And, you know, the Toronto Raptors, it seems like the vibes are very much off in the Toronto Raptors locker room at this point. I've seen a bunch of people come out, a bunch of Raptors beat reporters say that they you know, are going around the stadium and they aren't... You know, they, they aren't feeling the, the good energy from this Raptors team, at least. It seems like people are frustrated with each other. We have CJ McCollum coming out saying people are unhappy in the Raptors locker room. So maybe we just need to bring back Serge Ibaka to increase the vibes, whether we're winning or losing. Or you hate to see your team have some negative energy going on in the locker room. So I don't know. Let me know what you guys think in the comment section below. You guys are best for making this far. We're almost, we're very, very close to 27,000 subscribers. So hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. Anyways, I'm signing off. Cheers.